Hi, besties. It's your host, Amanda. And Sarah. And you're listening to Bestie in a Book. Hi, bestie. And hi, besties. Welcome to a brand new week. We are so happy you're here. Um, Hi, how are you doing, Sarah? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so happy to finally just get to talk this week. I feel like so much has happened and I just cannot wait to dive into everything that's happened this past week and then also talk about the second and last half of our book of the February month, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Oh, I'm so excited. I, like, you know, like, I really enjoyed this book. I think I said it last time that, like, this is probably, like, one of my top favorite reads. And I finished it, like, like right after we got off last week, I finished it. So hopefully I can remember everything that happened. I, I remember the big points, but uh, yes. I'm sure it'll all start flooding back once we talk about it. I'm sure it will too. And you are so right. Like I honestly, I know we've talked about this. I did not expect to like this book as much as I did. I typically don't gravitate towards fantasy novels, but this just absolutely captivated me from start to finish. And it was so good. It was such a good choice. Yay, I'm glad you liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, so BB Tribe and besties everywhere. Before we get too far into today's episode, we did want to take a moment today just to say that we know what so much has happened over the course of the last week. Um, I know there's, you know, so many heavy things happening in our world right now. And we really just wanted to say that our hearts, our prayers, and our thoughts are with everybody who is in Ukraine right now, all the families affected and impacted. um, You know, you're definitely are on our minds and in our hearts. And we just wanted to take this time to start the episode and really just highlight that because I know everybody has been consuming media this past week and has has seen the news stories and probably in some way shape or form has been impacted so we just want to know you all to know that that's in our hearts very well said I don't think I can say it any better I mean I'm just I'm devastated by everything that's going on and my heart is breaking and you know I like I said, I just send my, my thoughts and my prayers are with um, all the innocents in Ukraine right now. A hundred percent. And it's so heavy. And also, you know, we just wanted to say to you just, you know, truly as if we were talking to a best friend or loved one for all of you out there however it is that you feel like you're responding to all of this it's okay um you know whatever you're feeling that's okay we just want you to know that you know we're all in this essentially like locked arms and going through this at the same time together and whatever you're feeling just feel at peace knowing that those emotions and those feelings are more than okay and you're not alone and you know certainly this week's episode we want to try to bring you a glimmer of reprieve a glimmer of hope a glimmer of just you know light amidst all of this that's happening around us Um, but again we certainly just just want you to know that that's in the back of our minds but we hope that what we're going to be talking about today just kind of gives you a little sense of joy um, amidst everything else that's going on in our world right now that we know is chaotic all right well bestie how was your week 
Well, other than, you know, obviously like disseminating all those news stories and everything else that's happening, um, to be honest, it was a really good week. Um, I feel very blessed and fortunate to be able to say that. Um, uh, Bestie, I am so excited to tell you this because I know this is the first time I'm telling you this. So everybody else gets to hear this too. Um, Oh my gosh, I'm nervous. (laughs) As of 7.03 a.m. this morning, I am an aunt. (gasps) We've been talking, okay, before we even started this podcast, we've been talking for a good almost hour. How? I was so excited to tell you, but I absolutely... How did you keep that in? It was very, very hard, but I was like, I want to capture her reaction so I can save it forever. But yes, Michelle, my sister, she had her baby this morning. Um, She actually went into the hospital last night and, you know, she had her epidural last night, slept through the night, is what my mom told me. And then this morning, um, had her little, little one. Oh my, well, congratulations. Oh my goodness. This is amazing. I'm so happy for your family. Um, please give my best to Michelle and Kai. Oh my gosh. I, ah, I don't even know what to say. Like I'm speechless. Like that is, oh, I'm so, I'm just so happy. I'm so happy for you. So, Michelle's good. She's doing good. Yeah, Michelle's doing good. I talked with my mom earlier today. So my mom was actually able to be in the room um, with Michelle and Kai. And my mom said, you know, it was, you know, it's good overall. And Michelle did awesome. And she's doing great. Everybody's tired, but everybody's healthy, happy. Baby's healthy and happy. And we have little Silky. Oh my gosh. What is Silky? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love that. You know, Sylvia is my grandmother's name. My middle name is Silvestra. So I was like, oh my gosh, I just love that name. It's, oh. I know, me too. Oh so yeah, so I'm an aunt. I, I just, I'm so happy for my sister, her husband and their family. And for my mom and dad, to, for, you know, for them to get to experience this chapter too. Um, yeah, so I was just, I just, I could not wait to tell you that. So. Oh my goodness. And so and they're in Boston, yes? They're in Boston. Yep. So my mom is actually going to go stay at their house and watch their cats while they're in the hospital. We're not sure when they're going to get to go officially home yet, um, but she's going to be there, you know, to help and support whenever they get there. And yeah, everybody's doing good. That's so cool. So when are you going to get to go visit? I don't know yet. So I'm, I'm going to kind of talk with her whenever she gets home. I feel like I don't want to like, you know, I, as a new parent, I can't even imagine what you're going through. You're probably feeling so many like emotions and you're probably exhausted and happy and all the feelings all at one time. So I'm yeah. probably going to ask her like, when does she want visitors or other people to come? And then as soon as she gives the green light, I want to be there ASAP. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, that is just amazing news. I'm so happy for you, your family. And it's just like, like you said, with everything that's been going on this week, it's just things like this that really just make you appreciate everything around you and all that you have. And I'm just so happy for all of you. Thank you, Bestie. I know you've like absolutely loved the ant life and you dominate the ant life and you're (laughs) such a great, amazing aunt and Keith is such an amazing uncle. And so I hope that I can be all those things to little Sylvie. And I'm just, that was like, I feel like nothing else in my week compares because that just trumps everything. I mean, how could it, right? Like, (laughs) I know. Oh, wow. That's a lot though. Oh my goodness. That's, 
Oh, I'm so happy to hear it that everyone's doing well and yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have the biggest smile on my face right now. Yay! I do too. Oh my gosh. Well, how was your week? Um, well, not as eventful as yours. <laughs> um, actually, it was very low key. Um, I did not go to work at all this week. Um, kind of had a pre-spring break. Uh, we were off Monday for President's Day. Tuesday, the kids didn't have to go to school. It was like a teacher, um, like work day. We had to, all the teachers in the district had to go to like professional development. So um, I did that on Tuesday, which so you know wasn't that bad, just sitting in conference rooms. Um, and then some icy weather came strolling through um and school was canceled wednesday thursday and friday because of the road conditions it wasn't really snow it was just it was like a mix of snow and uh snow flurries and sleet it was mostly ice and like freezing rain although i will say i have never seen like a thunderstorm during like wintry weather and oh. that's what happened here there was what? lightning thunder and sleet coming down at all the same time and i'm like Oh, I feel like, does that happen anywhere else? I don't know. Or is that just Texas? Is that just our crazy Texas weather? I can honestly say I'm, I did not even know that that was a possibility. So no, I don't, I, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. I was just like, wait, what is happening here? <laughs> like, what is, what is going on? But it was just like a whole mix. And um, so yeah, so we were, we were off um, Wednesday through Friday. Um, the... Uh, the conditions like of the roads like I feel like for anybody else like especially like you guys that you would probably see this like up there and be like wait y'all canceled school for that because <laughs> um, you'd have like y'all's big trucks out there just clearing the roads but you know here in Texas we don't have like stuff for that especially in the town that I'm in you know it's not a huge big city we just don't have like the equipment for that kind of stuff so when there's even just like a little bit of ice on the road you know everything shuts down the whole town shuts down because we're just we're just not like prepared for that kind of stuff so I feel like if this had happened up there in Connecticut y'all still would have been at school but <laughs> not here in Texas <laughs> we stay inside we don't risk it oh my gosh that's so true and honestly can I just say like I really miss snow days like I miss the thought of having a snow day and I was telling my husband like being up here in Connecticut and now that I'm working from home like bestie I'm never gonna have another snow day <laughs> does up north do they ever cancel school for like snow or like ice does it literally have to be like a full-on like blizzard type thing to be honest since i've been up here i have not personally seen any school canceled i have seen things like you know delays in the morning like you know so that the snow yeah. plows and stuff can come through but i've never seen like a full day of cancellation yet so oh, wow but they have <laughs> so many you're right they have so many tools and trucks and abilities to just clear things that poor texas just never had so yeah i mean and there's no need to get it they're like well it's happened before why don't you get it well because it doesn't happen all the time it's rare that it happens there's no reason to you know get all this stuff for one day like <laughs> yes exactly but, uh, but yeah so i had again a pre-spring break i have spring break in like two or three weeks i think um coming up so i'll have that whole week off again i'm trying to figure out how because you know you only have so many like snow days built into the calendar so i'm like oh we'd already used all of ours before when that first winter mix came in when the snow came in and now i'm thinking um they're gonna start um adding minutes to the beginning of the day and like us having to stay a little bit longer at the end of the day to kind of make up for all those missed days oh oh no yeah. well hopefully not yeah. we're gonna think positive and just nobody <laughs> needs 
after days. We've all been through enough. Like let everybody have a snow day and just go about their business. <laughs> right? I mean, but I mean, I fear it won't be that bad anyways. Like when they start school, they, so they're meaning they're going to start school a little bit earlier for the kids. Pretty much everybody's already there. Like I would already be there for work. You know, I have to clock in before that or, you know, get there before the kids are there anyways. Wouldn't be too much of a difference. And then I think we would just like dismiss like a couple minutes later, which again, isn't that big of a deal so I don't know I don't I'd rather do it that way than have like go longer into the summer like add mm-hmm. more days to it I'd rather just add time to yeah day. that makes sense a hundred percent yeah so hopefully that's that um but yeah other than that I'm trying to think that I do I really didn't do anything uh it was your please. dad's birthday <gasps> Thank you. Oh my gosh. How did I forget that? Oh my gosh. What a horrible daughter. My dad's birthday was yesterday. Well, if you're listening to this on Monday, it was on Saturday. Um, he turned 25. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) um, it was, it was good day. We got to, we got up early and my mom called and said they were going to go eat breakfast. So we went, uh, with him and my mom and Keith and my sister's father-in-law because he and my dad are just and my mom they're just all really good friends now um so he was there as well and it was really good just you know talking and then oh i forgot how does i forget about this um he's a big reader as well and he's always giving my sister like books and stuff that he finds yes and like a lot of like the classics and like older books that you know you can like kind of collect and um he had like he has all these boxes of books a lot of them are like he's already had these books and they're just like multiples of the same book he gave me and keith six boxes full of books oh my gosh yes and he let well and then he let keith pick like a three kind of like a library he he borrowed like three books like you can't keep them but you know yeah these are really good ones too you can like read them and then you just give back but then he gave us like six books of or six boxes of books he's like yeah i don't need these because i already have like all of them or oh, multiple copies so he's like go through them see what you want and then you know you can like kitty see if she wants anything and then you can either like donate them or you know which ones you don't want so we went through them there was some good things in there a lot it was mostly stuff for like keith it was like kind of like the actiony kind of like thriller books like the um what uh grisham john grisham uh the kind of stuff that he writes on i'm trying to think what other authors were clancy i think that's his name yeah Tom. so uh yeah yeah so it was a, a lot of those kind of books so he found a good amount of books that that he wanted to keep and that he did i think i, I found a few i found some that were just like looked kind of like nice like old and like antique and then i, I found a copy of um hunchback notre dame so i kept that one um but uh but yeah it was just really sweet really nice of him um and it was really cool so he was excited Oh my gosh. Well, happy 25th birthday to your dad <laughs> and <laughs> from the entire BB tribe. And Bessie, like when you were growing up, that's so neat that like, oh my gosh, I love that your dad loves reading so much. I had no idea. Do you think that this is like, this has played like obviously probably a pivotal, like a big part of like you loving reading so much? Well, this wasn't my dad. This was Kitty's father-in-law that gave us the book. Oh, I thought this was yeah. your dad. Never mind. No, no, no. No, no this was, yeah, this was Kitty's father-in-law. So. Oh. Um, but oh, yeah, I mean, my, dad, my dad has this love of reading too. Honestly, uh, it started from my mom. My, I think my love of reading came from my mom. She was really? the one that kind of first started getting me into um, uh, different books than like kid books. Like, I, yeah. like when I was like a young teenager, um, she was uh, she got me like you know like the Harlequin books. 
like the romance books and stuff like that. Yeah. She was like, oh, I used to read those when I was younger. And so she kind of showed me what those were about. And I was kind of like, huh, I'm not going to like these. Well, <laughs> obviously I did. <laughs> so I think it was really my mom that got me into into it. So, um, so but my dad loves to read too. Like I've bought him books and stuff like that too. So yeah. Yeah. No, I think honestly, my mom got me into reading too, because she was always reading when I was growing up. And I just remember like, uh, she, like we would always go to the library together and like constantly just look for books and everything. So that's, oh, I love that. And I'm so happy you guys got so many new books. I know. Well, I'm happy for Keith. Like he's got a, he's got a big TBR list now. Like he has a whole shelf. He's got like two shelves on that bookshelf now. I had to clear room out for him. I was going to say, you guys are going to have to turn like one of the guest bedrooms into like a reading room. Oh my gosh. A library. Yes. I know. Just like put like shelves all around the walls and build them in. (laughs) I would love that. Um, But that was my week. That sounds wonderful. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, I'm happy that just, you know, so many positive things are (laughs) happening with our families. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I could hear my husband screaming right now in the other room. All I heard was, yes! (laughs) He's watching, he's watching soccer. It's the Caribou Cup (laughs) final. Chelsea is playing Liverpool. I have a feeling Chelsea must have just scored. Because I knew it was going into <laughs> overtime. We 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 don't we are not Liverpool fans. We despise Liverpool, so it's it's extra special if they if they beat them. I'm trying to look it up. I don't see a score. Should we go? Should is this like an impromptu Keith interview moment? Do we need let, to? Hold, let me hold on. I'm gonna go. Should I go? Okay, <laughs> go, here we go. go. Here we go. Well, Take us with you. I don't know. Maybe something bad happened. Find he, out he what was, was he was yelling. What was the scream? Oh no. Ah, oh, they called offside. Well, we were gonna see if you wanted to like no. interview her. He said no, he's too invested. <laughs> oh man, I'm so sorry I interrupted for a moment for that, but it was worth it. It was worth it. I I mean I can just tell you, like, he's in that front or in that back living room. I'm over here in the office in the extra room. I don't know if you remember, Bestie. So I've got that door closed. Plus, you know, it leads when you open the door, it leads to the hallway, and then you can close the door in the hallway, so it it like uh, closes it off from the kitchen area in the other room. So I'm basically like on the I'm I'm like secluded over here. I can hear him through all of these closed doors. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> Oh, well, <laughs> well, it was a scream heard around the world today. You heard it, folks. Um, <laughs> well, Bestie, I'm glad that amidst everything else that's happening in our world, there's these little little glimmers of hope and light and positivity and love. And I would love to transition into our Bestie. Did you hear if you are ready? Yes. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Now it's time for Bestie, did you hear? Hey Bestie. Okay, so I'm so curious to know what is on your radar this week. Okay, well, I have one and then I have one that I think we both have, so I'll wait for that one for when okay. we're done. We can talk about it at the end. I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking about. I but, definitely um... know what you're talking about. 
Um, my okay, so my best did you hear is did you hear that Britney Spears landed a fifteen million dollar book deal from Simon and Schuster? This is one of the biggest deals of all times behind the Obamas. There was a bidding war from multiple publishers and Simon and Schuster got it. I did hear this and I was so excited and I just cannot like wait for this book number one and then number two. I'm just so happy for her that she finally has a chance to speak her truth and tell her story. Yes. I, I mean, this is going to be a bestseller. Like, hundred going to sell out. Oh. I bet you, like, pre-orders. Like, we all want to know, like, from her. And oh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm so happy for her. Like you said, that she gets to speak her truth. And she gets to be heard after not being able to be heard for so long in her life. I know. And it's interesting that this is coming on the tail end of Jamie's story. So I know that that was released earlier this year. And it, that also had success. And, you know, just the fact that Brittany gets to actually now speak her truth and just get her story out there. I just I love it. I can't wait for it. I, do we know when it's coming out? Uh, I don't know because I like, I just know like the deal was just settled. So I, I'm, I'm sure I don't even know if it's like been written yet or anything. But uh uh, was was Jamie Lynn's book, was it successful? Actually, that's a good question. I think from what I saw online, I'm going to Google right now, but I think it actually was. Was it, was it not? I mean, I guess people might be like curious to like... I think, yeah, exactly. I think they like were curiosity. curious, but I definitely don't think she has the support like Britney has the love and support. Now a national best seller yeah, it does say it's a national bestseller that's because i had seen a post with britney being like she's saying she's a bestseller but i don't see it on any of the things and then somebody was saying it was a it was a bestseller but it was kind of like a i don't know i feel like people wanted to probably understand more about britney if that makes sense like i think that's yeah exactly why it was so I feel like you're probably right too. They just kind of wanted to see what is she going to say about Britney? Like, I want to know the inside, the inside scoop. Okay. Uh, hold on. I want to look this up. Spears, <laughs> New York Times bestseller. I'm going to see, cause it doesn't say, it just says national bestseller. It doesn't say New York Times bestseller. There's different kinds. You know what I mean? There's different kinds of lists that she could be on. Yeah. Um, It says she now has a best-selling book, or she said she has one. I have no idea. <laughs> ah, here we go. Topping the Christian inspirational bestsellers list. Oh. So, in the Christian inspirational, it is a bestseller. But not crazy. in New York. Not in the New York Times. Mm, yeah, I don't think it's a New York Times bestseller. It would say that. It would yeah. be one of the first things we've seen. If like, so it's it's with a certain audience. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. Well, I okay. definitely think though that Britney is going to be a New York Times bestseller art like author yes. and I we whatever month is coming out bestie we have to make that our book of the month <laughs> I, I, yeah I think so. I'm, I'm sure I, I'm sure it takes a little bit to write a book so I probably won't be for a while but definitely 
we are ready yeah whatever (laughs) comes out if we've already picked one if we're halfway through okay we're stopping we're switching to Brittany yes Uh, no matter what bitch Oh, do you have to put the E warning on there now? I don't know. A- <laughs> I think you just gave us the little E. <laughs> yes. For we'll take word? it. It was worth it. It was it worth, worth it. it. It's worth it. Oh my gosh. That was such um, a good testy. Did you hear? I loved it. Yeah. All right. So that's mine. I'm done. Your turn. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that was a great one. Okay. So I'm so excited, Bestie. I have two. Um, I, like you said, I think our second one is actually the same. So I'm going to save that one. Um, but my first one is... Um, Bestie, did you hear? So Shondaland, um, which is basically the pioneering storytelling company that's been founded by Shonda Rhimes, um, is now releasing and has released a brand new Netflix series called Inventing Anna. Um, So I absolutely love Shonda Rhimes. She is amazing. She's produced everything from Grey's Anatomy to Scandal to How to Get Away with Murder um, and more. So many different things. She's absolutely amazing. Everything that she's touched, I feel like is just incredible. And so my husband and I, we've recently started watching this Inventing Anna and it is addicting and we love it. And have you seen it? I've seen the first three episodes. What did you think? It is so interesting. It is so good. I'm loving it. I have been interested in this case like since it broke. Like I remember these headlines like when she was arrested and everything. I'm like, who is this girl? And you know me, I love like true crime or any stuff like that. Yes. And so, I mean, I've like seen interviews, well not interviews, but you know, just seen like YouTube videos of like all the stuff, like the court and everything. Um, I did, I have watched this interview. I think it was a couple months ago. There was an interview that she gave to like 60 minutes or something. So I've like watched that. Cause like, I just want to see this girl. She, I haven't like, I haven't seen the whole thing yet. And I know that's obviously like Hollywood and dramatized a little bit. Um, but like from what I've like seen, like what happened, what's been said about her, I'm like, okay. Yes, this was like very deceiving and probably not the best way to go about this, you know, frauding people out. But all that aside, I just this this girl is very interesting, and there's just something about her that is intriguing to me, and I just need to know more. And I don't know, she's just fascinating. I'm not I'm not condoning what she did, but she's definitely an interesting character. 100% agree. And the interesting part too, so like, and I haven't seen the whole series yet either. So I, I'm, you know, I think we are probably at this time, like maybe on episode five. So we still have a ways to go too. But what I love about this is that Netflix actually paid her $320,000 for her life rights to the series. And she actually mm-hmm. consulted on the project. So she was involved. And yeah. I love that they like gave her that chance to kind of tell her story. Um, yeah, well, I can't wait I to mean, see she gets happen. to be famous. I mean, she gets to be fa- I definitely, I started following her on Instagram, too. I don't know. I oh, to. I didn't even know I she had to. I had to see. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I, I mean, I think, like, I think a lot of people are like me, too. Like, we don't necessarily condone what she did, but it's just so intriguing. And it's just like, whoa, how did she do this for so long? And I don't know. It's it's, it's just very, it's very interesting. Um, but I'm, I, yeah, I'm enjoying the series. Um, and I, the actress who plays her is doing a very good job. I saw an interview too, which I think she was like on Jimmy Fallon and she was talking about how she did the accent 
how she got the accent. She starts off with like this German accent, and then she's like, then I had to go to this Russian because she's actually Russian. And then I had to put this on it, and it's like you see her talking in her normal accent, and then just transition all the way to the Anna Delvey accent. And you're like, oh my gosh, like that was amazing. <laughs> That is so cool. I'll have to look that up. I haven't seen that. But I yeah, she's amazing. Because it's, it's um, a very unique accent that Anna has. They're like, Anna. I know. We were my husband and I were actually talking about that. We were like, what is this accent? But it's like, yeah. <laughs> can, I, can, can I hear your Anna Delvey accent? I don't know. Uh, how negative. you do it. How would you do it? Like what okay. Cause it's like it's and it's like it's how the actress describes it too. She's like, it's like a mixture of German Russian because she's she's claiming she's this but she's actually this so she's trying to be this but then it's like i, I don't know it i don't how, how I don't know. <laughs> it's an interesting it's an interesting accent that she does <laughs> it is oh my gosh and so okay so one other thing that i do want to say because like again i well the series is fascinating so if you haven't seen this go watch it it's it, on netflix um but shondaland and shonda rhymes like Bestie, can I just read from Shonda's website, like what we do section? Can I just read you the what we do? Because I feel like it's so powerful and I love everything she does so much. <laughs> Let's hear it. Okay. So <clears throat> this is a little bit long, so just bear with me. But she says, uh, we tell stories all day long, dark or light. We use our stories for good. We invite you to join us. Our table is for anybody who wants a seat. We embrace our greatness, we embrace our genius, we know we're talented, we love that we win. A true revolution is never apologizing for being better than other people. We also mess up all the time, and we don't care who knows it. We know the fall is there so we can feel the joy of rising. We think the most beautiful woman is one who speaks up, who does not hide, who won't be silenced. We've decided that the only way we do this is together. There is no single hero. Having a person is as necessary as air. If you don't have one, we are yours now. Power is not power if you don't know you have it. We know you have it. If we can leave you with one lesson, let it be this. If you don't like your story, rewrite it. If you don't rewrite it, someone else will rewrite it for you. Never let that happen because then you've been silenced. We are Shondaland. Storytelling is our business. Showing you the extraordinary possibilities of your story is why we exist. Boom. <laughs> Holy crap. What did I just listen to? I, what? She is amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a freaking mission statement. Is that what you call it? I don't know. Wow. <laughs> is that not amazing? I love her. I love her work. Every single thing she's, like I said, everything she's touched, I'm just like in awe of. Uh, yeah. That... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I feel like I need to read that every morning to like start my day. Right? Like, this is like the hype up you sent me every morning. Like, Amanda, you can do it. Like, what you, like, okay, for everybody out there who's listening, Sarah sent me a recorded like morning affirmation wake up recording voicemail and like I listen to it every day and it pumps no, me up. You no you <laughs> oh, don't. Oh I do. 100% I do. <laughs> I feel awesome every time I listen to it. Everybody needs that. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man. Well okay yeah. So anyways 
like you said, Shondaland, amazing. Inventing Anna, amazing. I can't wait to see what happens and finish this off and talk about it. Yes, me too. Okay, so <clears throat> pivoting and moving on to our bestie to do here, number two. Um, bestie, did you hear that brand new episode? Actually, I think it was just two episodes potentially of uh, Love is Blind came out just yesterday. Did you watch it? Uh, yes, I watched it. I stayed up until two o'clock in the morning so I could see it as soon as it like came out. <laughs> I think it came out what Friday? Yeah, and it so came it was, out Friday. So usually, so it would be two o'clock because then that's midnight somewhere else or whatever. So I was like, so I have to stay up till two o'clock to see it. I stayed up till two o'clock in the morning so that I could see it when it like first came out so I could know who got married and who didn't. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. Where do we even begin? I don't know. Okay. This well, was so, it was kind of hard to watch. And even my sister said, she asked me if I'd watch it. And she's like, that was so hard to watch. I was like, yes, I know. Some of it was cringy. Some of it was, I don't even know. I know. So for anybody who's here, who's listening this week, if you go back and listen to our episode from last week, Sarah and I gave you our complete and fully unbiased, honest thoughts on all the couples that were remaining up to this point. Um, Sarah, do you want to do like a quick run through of all of them? And we'll just like, we'll talk through every single one and what we thought. Okay. So Natalie and Shane. Yeah. Also (laughs) spoilers. If you haven't seen Love is Blind season two, don't listen to this. Fast forward. Um, Or (laughs) or if you just want to, if you're not going to watch and you just want to know what we're saying, go ahead. Um, Natalie and Shane. We're gonna we're gonna start with Natalie and Shane right off the back. Oh, right off the bat. Go. Okay, so let's just recap here. We both had said that we love Natalie, which I think is the yes. with like everybody who's watching this show. We love, we adore Natalie. Shane. Ugh, Shane. We wanted I think we wanted to love Shane, but he had some problematic moments and some like cringy moments and, and we're all some eyes. Oh, and those like, eyes. <laughs> those eyes. I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't going to say it, but... I said it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just... wasn't going to bring it up, but yes. I, you know what? I, I think everybody else is talking about it, too. I, but yes, the eyes. Um, and... <laughs> sorry. It's just chaos, and I can't... No, I know. Just... No, I, I, I I don't think he can help the eyes. I'm not, I don't yeah. think I don't think it's his fault. That's just his hand. That's his personality when he talks. It's just his yeah, mannerisms. Just, like, yeah, it just happens. Um, well, you know, okay, like I said, so I, th- I feel like we wanted to like him for Natalie's sake because she seemed to be very, like, into him. But I think, and my sister kind of mentioned this too, they kind of, they did compliment each other because they were so opposites. And I really do think, like, opposites attract. And I could almost see myself and Keith in that relationship, almost, because I don't think mine was as problematic as theirs um but you know he's that goofy guy she's a little bit more reserved and they just kind of helped each other like he could bring out the fun side of her she could kind of calm him down a little bit and there was a part of me that kind of really wanted to see them work and see them both well mostly Shane grow (laughs) um and I gotta say I was very shocked uh that she said no what were your thoughts so okay Yes, 100% I'm aligned with you and Kitty because I know we even talked about it last week. You know, I said, I think she, Natalie, even mentioned how, you know, she 
she herself had always wanted to be this extrovert and that was something that she never you know felt like she was going to be and I think she felt that with Shane in the sense that he was very extroverted he was very outgoing and like you said everything that was opposite of her and I think that's what drew her to him and vice versa she was stable she was secure and he loved that about her and I do think they had the recipe to actually make something last and work. Um, I was shocked though that like, you know, she was talking about the fight that they had the night before the wedding. And I was just shocked. If he truly said the things that she said, he said to her, then I 100% feel like she did do a million percent the right thing for her because first of all, nobody should speak that way to anybody that you're in love with. And you know, if you are truly like ready to get married to somebody, you guys should be able to have just, you know, all those conversations I feel like together. And it, the things that he said though, were just awful. So like, I don't know if this, I really thought they were like, they had a chance to be successful. But then when I heard everything that she said, he said, I was just like, I think she did the right thing by walking away. I agree. And actually, I wasn't really shocked to hear that that's what he said. I feel like if Facebook, and again, I know the show edits a lot. I know it edits people, so we see them in a certain way. But based on what the show was showing, it didn't surprise me that when they, if they got into an argument, that those kind of things would come out of his mouth really? towards her. Yeah, it didn't, because they, it, it didn't shock me. Um, again, I don't know him in real life. I don't know what it's like, the show, and obviously there's a lot of stress and pressure being on a reality show first of all but then also this timeline of you're getting you're meeting somebody for the first time getting married in this like span of like what weeks like yeah. you know that that's gotta be very special i'm sure that can change you a little bit too but uh no it didn't it didn't surprise me that much if he said stuff like that during their argument that it got heated like that he kind of like i said from what was portrayed of his personality on the show it kind of made sense but uh, she didn't deserve that uh, we don't know what actually happened, obviously. They are the only ones that do. And um, I've been insta-stalking. <laughs> I guess it's like stalking. I follow them. I follow them like so many others do. I follow both of them. And I haven't, I, you know, I try to look for clues. Like, ooh, did they like reconcile? Are they like back together? Um, I haven't seen any of them like posting together. But he's liked some of her stuff. She's liked some of his stuff. They've left comments on each other's pages. So even if they're not together, and I've seen interviews with her afterwards where she's kind of like talking about him in the relationship. It sounds like even if they're not together now, that they still have a, like a respect for each other and they're at least on good terms, maybe. So I guess we'll have to wait for the reunion to see <clears throat> yeah, how it's going there. I can't wait to see the reunion and to see I'm what so happens. Good. But I honestly, like I can say like, if like, okay, I'm just trying to put myself in their shoes. If I was Shane, you know, if somebody... I don't know if we like if if we were going to get married and then the night before like we had this big argument and we didn't talk about like I'm not gonna say yes tomorrow like hey we need to talk through this more like I don't know I don't think I could ever reconcile at that point like I think I would I want my partner to like be there for me and I feel mm-hmm. like I don't think that they're ever gonna be able to get past this yeah 
you know well, what he I mean? felt devastated. And yes. he said that he's like, he's like, I don't think we can be more than this, you know, after like yeah. he was devastated. And I did feel bad for him. I, I said, I'm so mixed with Shane because I was telling Kitty, there's part of me where he does stuff or says something I'm like, oh, Shane, no. And then I'm like, oh, Shane, I think he's just hurting. Obviously, we know his dad had recently passed away. I'm sure he's going through like a lot there as well. So I'm just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt too. Like I honestly think he he I really feel and felt like he was you know, and even when you and I talked last week and we talked about the whole like Shanae or was it Shanae thing? Shayna. Shayna. was back. Shayna. <laughs> uh, uh Shayna situation. You know, he told Natalie about it right away. Like yeah. he wasn't hiding anything. Like he was very forthcoming with everything. But what did kind of set me off was just the fact that like he was so cruel to Natalie yeah. from what she said. So like that gave me a different feeling, but I do think he was genuine in every moment other yeah. than that but I, yeah I, I don't think they're going to be able to come back from this at least I wouldn't be able to come back from this like yeah if, you know if you're my person like we're talking about all these things in private and you're not going to say like you don't want to marry me on camera like can you just give me a heads up beforehand <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> but also that was probably the whole point of this show I bet you they tell them you can't you can't give them any inkling because it has to be but if you're getting if dramatic. you love a person if you if you're really in love like that goes out yeah. the window. At least That's to true. me. That's true. That's true. All righty. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> next, next couple. <laughs> next couple. Let's talk about Shayna and Kyle. I mean, is there much to say about this? <laughs> they didn't work. She, like, I don't know. I felt bad for Kyle. I really did. <laughs> I did too, actually. Yeah, I She's did. She's struggling along. And she can sit there and say it's because of the religion and everything. And Maybe that does have something to do with it, but we all know, and I think she admitted it too. It's because she wanted to be with Shane. Yeah, and she 100%. was disappointed when she saw Kyle. She didn't. She said yes to Kyle just so she could say yes. Like I mean, she yeah. never should have said yes at all. It never should have got out of the pod. My opinion. A hundred percent. Yes. Let's move on to more important. <laughs> Uh, okay, my personal favorite, Jared and Ayana. I love Ayana. Oh my gosh, oh I do too. My gosh, she is Amazing. adorable, beautiful, so sweet, be- gorgeous. I love her. I really hope this all worked out for her because I, I, I was happy they got married, but I still have reservations about Jared. I do too. <laughs> Because of the whole Mallory thing. Mallory thing. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about a couple things. So my question is, Bestie, like, obviously, well, first, I think they're so incredible together. Yes. I don't think he realizes the rarity of Ayana. But how would you feel as Ayana watching back and seeing that interaction with Jarrett and Malady, Melanie on the beach like could you like you're and now you're married like what would how would you even like how would you move forward that would be so hard to see it obviously the stuff in the pod she can't hold against them because they were yeah. all dating but when they got out the and they beach. were talking yeah and that conversation I think we all know the conversation we're talking about when we're talking about you know I knew you wanted the gold ring and everything and Sal actually he confronted about that I was like go Sal yes. like, there you go because that wasn't okay for them to be having that kind of conversation no I mean I mean, after they were already engaged and everything, I just don't think that's okay. Obviously, I get that it's a show, and they were probably, you know, expected to talk about that kind of stuff, but 
Um, yeah, I, I don't know. That would be really hard for me to see my now husband kind of still showing maybe feelings for somebody else. And I mean, throughout the whole show, she, you know, expressed it, you know, that she didn't want to be anybody's second choice and could she get over that and kind of stuff. And she ultimately did. So, I mean, that's, I mean, yay for her that she could like see past that. And I feel like he realized that this is the person he was supposed to be with. Because to me, they just, they just, they, they just mesh so much better. They yes. fit so much better than him and Mallory. Oh I'm my not gosh. saying him and Mallory didn't have like a connection because I definitely think they did. But I just loved him and Iona together. I thought they were so good. Their personalities are so perfect. Like I want to watch Ed Jarrett and Iona like like TV show. Like I, oh, I wanna... totally would. Yes. <laughs> and the fact that his dad did their vows, I was like so emotional. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like oh and then seeing his friends and like they you could tell like everybody felt like this is his person. And all that I feel like is she's amazing. I I think he's like I think he's a great great person too. Yes, and I just really is. hope he sees the value in what he has because Ayana's one of a kind. That's all I'm gonna say. Yes, I really, I hope it works out for them. I think they're a great couple. I hope they're still together. Hopefully we see at the reunion if they're happy and they're in love. And I'm glad it worked out for them. That was one that I had no doubt. I think we both said, yes, they're going to get married. Yes, we, were, we, did. We, were, we knew. We were wrong about, um, or at least I was, I can't remember if you were, but wrong about Shane and Yeah, no, Natalie. I was wrong about that. I okay, yeah. About that. So I was wrong with that. We, were, we predicted correctly on Ayana and Jared. Yes. Okay, let's move on to Sal and Mallory. <gasps> okay, this would I did we, I think we said we didn't think they were gonna get married. We did. Or at least I did. But I did. I, I did. for sure thought it would be Mallory telling Sal no. And when Sal said right? no, I was like, Yes, Sal! Yes! <gasps> no. It wasn't right. And it's nothing against Mallory. It's not like I'm thinking, oh, she's just this horrible person. It wasn't right. They weren't ready. There was still too much they needed to work through as well, honestly. Kind of like a Natalie and Shane. It wasn't right in the moment. I think she felt that too. And I'm glad he said something. I'm glad he did. He just knew. And and they were leaving it open. It felt like they were leaving it open to kind of maybe explore and see what happens. Like, they were on good terms at the end of it. Um... But I just, I don't think they were ready to get married at that point. Mm, Can I be honest? (laughs) Be honest with me. (laughs) Okay. You have to. I think Sal was still tied up on his ex. And I think... Do you think so? A hundred percent. Yeah. I think, I think Mallory was like genuinely trying to make this work. And I don't think he ever gave it a, like, like a true honest focused on Mallory chance I think I think he wasn't ready to settle down I think that he had doubts because like he had too many other things happening and he even said like you know he broke up with that girlfriend like just right before coming on the show and like I think but he he, also said she wasn't a girlfriend girlfriend well he said that that? no no you don't really no I believe him I believe him I don't believe it I must be so naive no, no. I just think that he honestly, like, he had so many things happening. He was not ready for Yeah, clearly. Marriage. Not ready. And, yeah. you know, I think she, like, I think she 
was kind of like it, it took her a second to get there like to the marriage point but she at the end of it I genuinely feel like she was focused on him she was ready to take that step and I mm-hmm. just think that he was like he had too many external factors and women and people that he wasn't ready and I really hope they don't rekindle because I actually really like Mallory and uh-huh. I really I think I really think she deserves better it's so interesting that you got that perspective because I got the complete opposite. I felt really? like Mallory was, yes. I felt like Mallory really wasn't in it. I felt like her mind was still on Jared. I felt like she was kind of forcing herself to be like, okay, but this guy is nice and I should really like him and I need to see it. Like, I felt like he was trying hard. Honestly, up until that one part where we started to be questioned about, is there a girlfriend? And for some reason, I want to believe that it's, it's like he's saying that they knew each other. It wasn't anything serious. That yes, they had gone on dates, but it wasn't like we're in a full-on relationship type thing. Um, and I, I, yeah, I got it's so weird. Maybe I need to go back and rewatch it. But that's the, the that's the vibe that I got. And I love Mallory too. I think she's an amazing girl. Um, but I just always felt like she was the one that wasn't fully committed. I think you're so spot on like but up until like three episodes ago like I think that she kind of I think hit a point where she realized I think probably when she was meeting his sisters I felt like something turned for her and she was a hundred percent like all of her fears and doubts like melted away I think she was ready a hundred percent and wholehearted to move forward and like every little gesture that he did for her like the mariachi bands and everything else like you could just see like she loved it so much and I don't think anybody's ever done those kind of things for her I think she was in love with him so much and he just he wasn't he was doing those things but I don't think he was actually invested in her I think he was doing those things and it just I don't know I don't know but I'm not a I'm not a fan of his I'm really not (gasps) really yeah I yeah I that's so interesting I, but I do think, I don't think they'll be together. No, I hope not. I, I, but the sad thing is, is at the end, like, you know, I felt like she was open to it, but I'm like, Mallory, you deserve better. I hope, I hope deep down in my heart, I don't know what's, you know, going on within her family dynamic. I know only her sister came, but I really hope she sees her worth. I hope she knows that she deserves something amazing. And I don't think he's, he, she deserves somebody who's going to be like invested in her and no games no surprises just like i'm with you yeah i agree it'll be interesting to see them reunite on reunion yes all right let's talk about shake and deep d oh my gosh i know (laughs) where do we begin okay obviously this is the one where we called it to our we said they were going to get married. I honestly thought he was going to like embarrass yes. her and tell her no. I am so freaking glad that it was deep. Yes. I'm so proud of her. I'm like, yes, queen. Like, yes. You so much better. Shake is just, uh, no, I can't. No. No. I tried to, I tried to like see good in him after all the whole like, you know, Family trying to figure meetings. out girls' weights and Yeah. And like, I was like, okay, maybe this is just somebody who's trying too hard to look cool on a TV show and that's not really his personality. And then there were moments, there were moments where like, okay, maybe he is mature. And I'm like, nope, this guy is just no. And especially too, after the wedding, when he was like, I mean, she would have said yes if I said yes. I'm just so glad she said, I'm like, oh Oh my my gosh, this dude is whatever. This dude was going to say yes. He was going to, I feel like he was going to say yes. He he was going to say yes and he was hurt and he was hurt. Yes. 
yeah. he thought this girl's just so in love with me of course she's gonna say yes to me even if he wasn't really feeling it he's like yes she's gonna say yes to me and he he was blindsided he did i don't think he ever thought that she was gonna say no i was so proud of her she chose herself she deserves so much better she will get it she is gorgeous she is like, gorgeous inside and out inside and yes. out. yes yes I, I'm so happy that did not work out. So happy. <laughs> Is that mean I, to say? <laughs> no. Like, well, we, what we talked about last week was like, I, I, I was so off put by him in the conversations that he had with the other women and how I, we even talked about it. I was like, every single conversation he had, he was asking the women about their weight. And like, yeah. I was so disgusted. And then whenever he met or whenever he had like the conversations with Deeps, like, I think she was the best thing that ever happened to him and she's beautiful and intelligent and wonderful and I think that he just like completely missed an opportunity and he just I think thinks he's so too cool for school and he missed a person that actually could have made him so happy and I feel bad for the families because everybody was like so committed to trying to see them through this moment but I think honestly, in the end, like props to Deeps. Props to yes. Deeps. Yes. Well, honestly, I was just going to say, Shake's mom, because you're talking about the family, Shake's mom flat out told him she deserves better than that. Like, yes. she saw it too. I was so proud of her for, like, not like just sticking medicine just because it's her I son. Like, she too. told him, she was like, um, she deserves better. Like, if yes. you're not going to be in this, if you don't, if you're not like, if you're saying it's not there in that attraction, then you need to tell her because she deserves somebody who wants her for her. A hundred percent. I think that's what also like just to co- I, I, and I'm only going to go back there for a second, but like for Sal and Mallory, like Sal had all of his family members who were like, "Oh, you did the right thing," and I was like, "I don't think yeah. he did." Like, but you're. Oh, so you said right. you did, you said you didn't think that they should be married. <laughs> so did he do the right thing? Well. I don't think he, no, I don't think they should have been married, but I'm not saying that his behavior was like Oh, okay. okay. You know what I mean? Like, but they were just uh-huh. so like, whatever you want, Sal, we're here for you. And I was like, no, Sal just missed all of the opportunity of his lifetime, people. But I think with Shake and Deep D, like, yeah, like his mom was just like, Yeah, like you made a really bad mistake. Like <laughs> she saw her for what she was and Deeps is awesome. Deeps is going to be amazing. He's going to be just fine. Deeps is going to like. She's a bestie. <laughs> she is a bestie. She is the BB tribe queen. She's going to be, she's going to pivot. She's going to find her love of her life and somebody who actually appreciates her for her. And that's all that I want for her. Me too. <laughs> all right, bestie. So last, last little cup, uh, Nick and Danielle. Oh, I, for some reason, I thought he was gonna say no me too um, the sweat can we just talk about oh the sweat? My <laughs> like netflix come on you couldn't hide or giving them some shade or something can you like, give the man a fan can you give the man a fan pat him down or something this is a production we know how this works you could have taken a break like <laughs> gosh <laughs> poor guy Poor guy, like, why are we in multiple layers? Why the sweat was like dripping? Like, it was like it was awful. That's all I could concentrate. Honestly, I'm like, okay, wait. I know. I'm trying to get back to what are they gonna say? What is it like? It's a wedding going on here. I, I I went back to my 2006 heat stroke. I was like, Carmen, this man is not okay. Like, this man is not okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, this, oh, this, this is so sad. That's not funny. It's so sad. Um, <laughs> how uncomfortable that must have been. 
Um, right? That's all I got. I was like, he's not, like, he's miserable. <laughs> but also for her, because I'm sorry, like, if Keith was sweating that bad, I probably wouldn't <laughs> want to, like, kiss him or, like, touch him. Like, it's, like get away from me. It's so gross. I would have been like, babe, are you okay? Like, can we get this man the fan? Like, <laughs> my husband, my, my soon and 10 seconds husband needs a fan, people. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Well, okay. So sorry. Back to the topic. Um, I, I thought he was gonna say no. I was surprised when they got married. Uh, this might be really mean of me, but I don't think they're gonna last. I don't see it happening. Really? Really? Why? I. They just seem. There's something. I can't even pinpoint it. But something is off about their relationship that I just don't. I. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I don't see them together. They don't fit for me. Yeah, they don't they don't fit for me either. And we talked about it last week. I think that it's toxic. I think yeah. you know, I think the way that he reacts to the situations, it's just I don't know. I just feel like it's a toxic situation. And I think she's been through so much hurt that we haven't even seen and understand or have been able to understand. But I think that she needs somebody who's going to genuinely pull her out of that. And I don't think I don't I don't think he's ready for that depth of psychology at this moment. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. For me, it's just something's off. I don't know. Mine's not that deep. <laughs> Mine is just I don't see. They just don't. I don't. They don't mesh well for me. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? They they might still be together. They'll they'll show up in their union like happy as ever. Who knows? And if so, awesome, great for them. But I hope so. I hope so. I just want everyone to be happy. They all deserve to be happy except for Shake. No. Oh. <laughs> Bestie. <laughs> I can't help myself. I can't help myself. Um, he, he, oh. he needs like a somebody needs to wake him up. Like he needs he Hopefully needs like an intervention. Show was a, yeah, hopefully this show was a wake up call for him. I don't think it's gonna be. He's he really just, no. I think he's like really looking for self approval through others, and I think he's. I don't know. I think he's. Well, who this knows? Same can be said for Shane. Did you get that feeling? Because Shane was very like seemed insecure. Well, he said, but he at least had said that he was like he was like I need validation. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. He did say that. You're and he right. was like, and you know the little clips. I'm the of, like, same way sometimes like, too, though. Yeah, I think everybody. I, I think everybody needs that. But I think it's one thing to say like I think I need that, and then like to just do what you know Shake did and. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh well, it's an interesting well, season. I'm ready for the reunion. Season, yes, and reunion is coming out when? Friday. Friday. We're ready for it. <laughs> okay, Bestie. Yes. We have talked about so much, and we haven't even started to get into the book. We this is gonna be a long episode. <laughs> we haven't gotten into the book yet. Okay, let's Holy. pivot and let's get into pivot. Sorry, <laughs> friends. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Let's go.
Hey, bestie. Okay, so we've talked a lot of things. Love is blind. We've talked a lot tonight, today, um, but I have been really looking forward to talking to you about this last half of our book. Um, I really can't wait to hear your thoughts of the Invisible Life of Addie Larue. Um, so, shall we dive in? Let's yeah, let's dive in. I just have to say, like, just thinking back about this book, I just like. Like, I'm just smiling because it was so good. I just remember reading it and just being like, oh, like, what is going to happen? Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like, I just, I really, really enjoyed this book. I did too. And I know we've talked about it. Like, I did not expect myself to love this book as much as I did just because I haven't read a lot of fantasy. But, oh my goodness, it was amazing. And it was captivating start to finish. I loved every single second. It was. So, like, when we left off, we had just found out that Henry had made a deal with, what's his name again? Luke? Luce? Luke. Luke. Whatever it is. Um, yeah. So, and we were trying to figure out what it was. And Bestie, props to you because you freaking nailed it. You nailed it. It was that everyone would like be in love with him. I am kind of shocked that I was right because I'm never good at predicting things like this. But yeah, I actually did. That was amazing. And I will say that because we were, I remember when you said it, I was like, well, I was like, no, because in my mind, I was thinking, well, his friend's not in love with him. I was like, I knew the, the guy seemed to be, but I was like, but his his friend, the girl, she's not in love with him. And then obviously when they explain it, once you go in, I'm like, oh, duh, there's different kinds of love. It's not all romantic love. So it makes like perfect sense. And it's it was just so like interesting the way the author wrote this that like, everybody sees him how they want to see him what they yes. need and it was it was so crazy how like his and Addie's um I guess like wishes or deals kind of paralleled each other in the sense that you know Addie is living forever but nobody remembers her so is she really even does she even exist nobody knows who she is and nobody knows her and same with Henry nobody actually sees him they see what they want to see yes they see him but it's what they want to see it's not the real him so does does he exist is he really there um I, I, I just thought that was so clever I just I love that I did too and I felt really bad because we didn't tell folks if you haven't read the rest of this book <laughs> please stop now um this is your <laughs> I feel like they know they, they know that we're talking about this book though like true 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 okay they know that we're gonna be talking about the second half I feel in the description you can say don't listen to this part <laughs> yes I read it so true okay so bestie okay last time whenever we talked about the beginning of this book you know we obviously met Henry and I was very confused of who Henry was <laughs> but now that I now that I've read the last half of this book I know Henry like to be tried and true to my heart but with that being said so let's just like take it back to you know I think it was the very beginning of part three um by this time you know Addie she's in New York she's kind of adjusted to her life in some ways shapes and fashions she understands how to get through I guess we should say but with that being said she meets Henry and before this before she meets Henry I just remember like one scene of the book where do you remember like the pinball game uh 
scene where you know she's playing the pinball game with this guy um, she's on this date with and everything like that and she gets a high score and she can't even put her name into the game yeah it was heartbreaking but then like after all that happens like we feel that heartbreak she meets Henry and then he's the first person who actually remembers her like what were your thoughts on that first like scene where he like remembers her I was just like wait what how is this happening I think I mentioned it before like I like I loved it I was so happy I think too I was a little scared because I think I mentioned this last time that this was all just like a, a ploy from from Luke or Luce uh, yes. to just mess with her to give her a little bit of happiness and then take it away so that she'll finally give it so I was I was intrigued I was happy but I was very worried as well yeah me too and like I don't know like how like were you like shocked when we find out that like Henry actually also made a deal with Luce or very much so very much so what were your thoughts I was just like wait what but it makes sense it makes total sense but I was a little surprised uh that he had made well and two I was I mean I, I don't know I just yeah I was surprised I was just I, did, I didn't see it coming me neither and I don't know okay so my question to you is like after reading all of this like we know that Addie kind of like wants this life of adventure she doesn't want to belong to anybody and Henry just simply wants to be loved um do you think that like one curse is worse than the the other like between both of them or what were your thoughts that's interesting they're both like I, I, they're both bad they're both equally bad i feel like because it's like i said like neither one of them actually exists yes henry is being loved but it's not the real him yeah and he knows that he knows that and that's like depressing to him he doesn't enjoy it he knows it's not real he knows it's fake and then yes Addie is living but she's not living she can't do anything she has no mark of the world like she can't ever live a normal life she can't get a job. She can't like function like in society to be a part of the world. Um, it's very lonely. They both have they both have very lonely lives. She doesn't really have anybody in her life. It's like he has anybody that he wants basically because anybody sees him is connected to him, and yet he has no one. So honestly, I think they're both like the same like awful level. <laughs> like yeah. I wouldn't want either of them. I don't think there's one that's better than the other. Honestly. Oh, that's so true. And I don't know about you, but like I felt almost like chills whenever they talked about how, or Addie actually mentioned like Luce made like a pivotal mistake, like not realizing that their sort of deals kind of canceled out each other. And like, yeah, did he admit to that though? Because I know she called him out. Did he admit to that? He never, yeah, he did. Like, I didn't make a mistake, I knew what I was doing, exactly. But, but yeah, I love that. And probably because he knew Henry only had a year, too. Like, he knew that she didn't know, she didn't know that. And, like, to that point, do you think that Henry and Addie actually like had like. I don't know. Like, do you think they were actually in love with each other, or do you I think? I do. I do. I know when we left this last time, we were, you, we were both kind of like, I don't know if Henry's the one that she'll end up with. I think we both thought something was going to happen with Luce. Like, he was going to turn around. He wasn't going to be as like of a jerk as we thought. Which, yeah. Um, <laughs> as I kept reading, I was like, no, it's, it's Henry. I want Henry for her. I really do think. I mean, he, he knew her and he knew everything and he accepted her. She knew him. She knew the real him. 
And I don't, and I guess maybe a little bit is too that, you know, finally they had somebody, but I do feel like they actually genuinely loved each other as well. And I, uh, I just, I don't know. I loved their relationship. I did too. So much, so much. What did you think of that dinner scene? Like with everybody coming over to, you know, oh my gosh, I know. I was so worried. It's like, how is this going to work? What if somebody has to go to the bathroom or something looks away? Like, right? I was so worried. It's like, how is this going to happen? How is he going to meet? Are she going to meet everybody? And I don't know. But it was, it was really interesting and funny how like everything came together and how they just had to keep reintroducing. And <laughs> I don't know. It must have been so hard for her though. Like, it's all that I kept thinking. Like especially because like obviously like his friends like every single time they saw her again were like I've never met this girl and like Henry was like kind of getting upset like you met her and well before he knew what was going on yes exactly (laughs) but I love seeing that dynamic and just you know Addie finally having somebody who actually was in her corner and was able to understand her. And to your point, like, I actually do think they were in love. Like, I think that it was more than circumstance. I think that they actually like understood each other in a way that nobody else could. And I love that. Uh, I'm just like, I'm so sad thinking about it because obviously I know the ending and what happened. But I'm also just like, oh, it was such a good little love story that they had. Like, oh, it was. I, I loved it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so tying into that, we find out in these, you know, last several chapters in the second half of this book that Henry, in his deal, has only a year to live. And Addie decides to make a, like a deal with Luz to try to essentially keep him alive. Like, what did you think about all this? I was like, oh, please have a way where like they can both be like together and living and they can both break their deals. But I just, I don't know. I I love that Addie did this for him. I don't think it, I mean, it was very true to form for her. She's just that kind of person. Um, and she, um, again, shows how much she truly loved Henry and knew that he deserved to live yeah. a life and have like, you know, she couldn't have anymore. Um, and again, she's just so clever because of her choice of words for her new deal with Liz. Yes. Oh, I was just like, yes, Addie, when I read that and like understanding it more, I was like, oh my gosh, she really did it. She is so smart. She is so cunning. And she, I mean, she definitely outsmarted Luce at the end. He doesn't know it yet. At the end of the book, he still doesn't realize it. She's like, I'm going to be patient. But there's one thing he's taught me is being patient. <laughs> love it oh my gosh well two things so like whenever we find out about like henry making his deal with loose it was so different than Addie. like i feel like Addie was so desperate like seeking after anything and anyone to help her in that moment like mm-hmm. obviously loose was kind of like just obviously like really in a, in a point of despair and sadness and hurt and then or Henry, sorry, and then Luz comes to him. But like, what did you think about the contrast between both of their deals? Um. So yeah, obviously, Addie, she's like you said, she's searching for something. She wants a life. She that's her desperation. Um. It's, and Henry is his. Is he's just so, I guess, desperate too to kind of almost like get rid of his life. Obviously, because we know he's 
contemplating suicide at that at that moment. Um, it was just, I mean, they were both just two people who were just really hurting and longing for something different. Um, and then they get what they want, but in a very unpleasant way. <laughs> Okay, so we got cut off. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what I, I know I was talking. I have no idea what where we got cut off. So I'm just going to keep going with what I was saying. You had, I don't know, hopefully they've heard this part. But if not, you would ask me like uh, what I thought about their Addie and uh, Henry's like deals. Yes. Like how, the, how they were feeling when they both yeah. made them. And I was just basically saying, you know, that they were both desperate for something. She was desperate for for, for living and to have a life he was obviously desperate to have a different kind of level he was trying to end his life um, and then they both end up getting I, I guess what they want but like in the most like inconvenient way like <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. it was it, I don't know it was just really, it was really interesting um, and I, I mean I just felt for both of them they were both just so desperate in the le- or sad in the life that they had yeah. and wanting something different um, and I guess too that I mean they made a rash decision too because they, they were, were desperate. Just so yeah, so desperate like that. Yeah. Do you think, Bestie, that Luce and Addie are going to last, or what are your thoughts on that? Luce and Addie? Yeah. No, she's she's gonna outsmart him. He she's gonna get it to where he because that's her deal too. It's like you know you can have me. Um, until you don't want until me. until you don't want me around anymore. Which so it's not forever. <laughs> that's the way she kind of implies it, like you'll have me forever. But no, she words that you can have me until you don't want me around anymore. Yes, and she's and gonna make it hard. She is. She's gonna like bug him. She's gonna drive him crazy. Where uh, he's he's just gonna be like, you know what? Ugh, I, like I can't stand you anymore. And she's gonna get like so. I, I don't know how long it's going to take. I wish, I feel like I wish there was a sequel. I so know. That's what, what I happens with them. I, I would love to follow up to see how long it takes. Um, but in, in my mind, if we don't ever get one, I feel like she finally does break free and she's free. But then too, I'm wondering, what does that freedom look like? Does that mean that she can live out the rest of her life without with people like knowing who she is? Or does that just mean like she gets her freedom? Like, you know, like the ultimate freedom, like she gets to be in peace, like that's what I was wondering too yeah I wonder what that means like yeah. she's free like she can die now like you know yeah. she's lived so long like she can just be in peace um so that would be interesting to see um one of the other things I loved about this is that we were also I think I, I can't remember if it was me or you if we both come to the conclusion we were like I feel like Henry's gonna be the author of her yes. story I love that he was the author of this story. Like, I love that he could do that for her. Because obviously, you know, he can say her name. He can write down her name. Finally, her name could be, well, kind of. Um, And uh, it's, I just, I mean, I love that. I, uh, it was just, it was amazing. And I know you have the audio book. But reading this, there's certain parts that are always, um, like, italicized. And it's usually when somebody's, like, thinking something or, like, the narrator is saying something. And then when you get to the very end of it, when he's after she's gone and he's looking through the journal and he's um trying to see if what he wrote is still there since she's no longer there or whatever um and it's all the stuff it just goes back you know it's saying all the stuff that they were talking about and everything that was written it's also italicized and you realize throughout the whole book you've been reading 
his book. Like he's been the narrator the whole time. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so good. I love that. (laughs) I did too. Oh my gosh, it was so good. So good. Oh man, what a great story. And it left me wanting more. I was happy with the ending. It's one of those where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm content, but I still wanted more. But if I don't get more, I'm okay with how it ended. I agree. Yeah, I mean, it was just the imagery and everything in this book was just absolutely amazing. V.E. Schwab like painted the most beautiful picture in this novel. And again, like I never imagined like myself loving the fantasy world, but I'm here now and I loved it. And <laughs> I feel like I can't go back now. So thank I, you, V.E. Schwab. Yes, that's part of how I feel too because. You know, before I was always just a romance. I like the romance. I just, I love that stuff. Even throw in some of the spicy stuff, you know. Right. And now I'm just like, I was trying to read a rom com the other day and I was like, ah, like this is kind of, I mean, it was, it's a good book. And I'm not that far into it, but it's a good book. And I'm just like, I need like something magical. Like, I need, I need something else. Something like that's all that happened. I'm like, you know what? I feel like I'm craving more like fantasy or more something else. Well, it was so well written and there were so many layers and there was so much depth and to me this this kind of like, you know, I don't know if I want to give it this kind of like a category, but it almost kind of like mimicked some of the classics. Like it had mm-hmm. so much depth and it just, I, I loved it. I have not read anything like this in recent times that impacted me like this and I that's a testament to the author. So yeah. Yes, I completely agree. It was so good. I'm so glad we read it. And it just, oh, Yes. Okay. So with that being said, Bestie, I think we could talk about this for days and days and days, but we are on the cusp of a new month. It is about to be March and we have so much exciting things happening in the next couple weeks. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. So uh, we are reading another arc this month. Um, and we'll be reviewing that. Um, I think we're also talking about possibly having the author of this of arc uh, join us as well, like Bridget did. Um, so we're going to see if we can get that set up. So that'll be coming. So uh, keep a lookout for that. Um, and then we do have our new book for March. Dun, dun, dun. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking, it's so crazy how we're picking this book after we just read The Invisible Life of Addie the I know! And it didn't even click with me until just now. <laughs> <laughs> but now we're going to be reading The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. I'm like, whoa, wait a second. That, that's <laughs> It's like a perfect <laughs> contrast. <laughs> it is. It is. So The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle by Stuart Turton. Turton, T-U-R-T-O-N. I want to point out, this is the first male author we've had oh yeah you're right it is we've 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 only had women authors so we have a we're gonna have a male author's perspective now um i'm gonna go ahead and read just like the little blurb um so you guys can hear what this book is about it sounds very interesting i'm very excited about it it says aiden bish knows the rules evelyn hardcastle will die every day until he can identify her killer and break the cycle but every time the day begins again Aiden wakes up in the body of a different guest at Blackheath Manor, and some of his hosts are more helpful than others. Bestie? Yes. 
it cut out all of a sudden. Oh no! But just keep going. Just keep. Going. I saw you, something. You know what? I saw something on my phone. Like what was that? <laughs> <laughs> no, you see you, it too? I didn't see it, but like I heard the ding, and then I was like, oh, she's gone. Okay, what was that? I'm now kind of talking like a robot, so hopefully it doesn't sound too bad. But just very quickly, this is a suspenseful book, <laughs> Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. Pick up your coffee today. <laughs> we're not going to be starting it until. Okay, I'm just looking at the calendar now. So we're not going to be actually talking about this book until what date, Bestie? Uh, two weeks. Yeah. I'm looking at the calendar. March 22 calendar. When is it? Okay. So, yeah. So the 7th is going to be Monday, like March 7th is going to be the day that we're going to actually be hopefully interviewing, like Sarah said, the new ARC author and then the 14th is when we're going to be coming to you with this new book so you have plenty of time bb tribe and go pick up your copy of this book and listen along read along with us and yeah i really hope you don't sound like a robot to everybody else because you sound like a robot <laughs> no <laughs> do i right now not right now but you did but here's the thing i understood what you were saying so you're just gonna have like a funky little audio effect on your voice because i really don't think we need to go back and record i understood what you said it's just a little choppy and maybe it won't even show up people are gonna listen to this and be like what is sarah talking about <laughs> no it's gonna be like amanda like audio robot what are we doing this weekend <laughs> <laughs> yeah you might have a little anadel the accent and more accent in there <laughs> like like we are we are coming to you on on march 14th like <laughs> i think that was pretty good yeah that thank was, you that was pretty yeah good. yeah yeah, yeah. we're going to be reading the seven and a half deaths of evelyn hardcastle <laughs> and don't question me because i know what i'm doing and we're reading this book on the 14th <laughs> We hope you have an amazing week ahead. We're going to be coming to you next week and get ready. We love you. And yeah. They're like, what is going on? What is it turned into? This is us. This is the us. best friends you never knew you needed. Exactly. We're out. Have a great week ahead. We love you. Every single one of you. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll come back to you next week. Love you, BB Tribe. Love Bye, you. Bye, besties. Bye, besties.